Welcome to the Give Yourself Permission podcast. I am so excited to take this journey with you. In this show, we'll share how to evolve as a spiritual being while remaining human. We'll learn powerful tools and methods to rewire the brain, heal energy blocks, tap into our intuition, and be our own healers. We'll bring on experts in the field to answer the questions that keep us up at night. And I'll be adding plenty of solo casts so I can share what's worked based on personal experience. All while learning how to write our own permission slip to find our innate wholeness and create a life that's in alignment with our soul's expression. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. All right, guys, we got to talk about this concept of being too big for your britches. What does that mean? We all probably know what it means. It means shining too brightly and getting knocked down by the people around you or knocked down by society or teachers. Or maybe you're not even actually getting knocked down, but it's an invisible feeling of, ooh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to receive compliments. I can't allow myself to be in my radiance because I don't want to feel, I don't want to make other people feel small because if I make other people feel small, they might reject me. And if I get rejected from the tribe, then my survival is threatened, right? So this is this biological need for safety. This conversation is inspired by one of my incredible radiant clients, and I just have to jam about this because we just got off this session and it was like, oof, there's so much to unpack and discover here. And it's a theme that I feel is very common in the collective shadow. So let's talk about it. So why do we have this? Why do we have this feeling of I can't shine myself too bright. I can't be too bright. Well, again, biology. So way back when we are in the tribes, we needed to survive with others because if we were outcast, we weren't going to have a source of food or shelter or safety, right? Now, in modern days, as we have evolved, we know that We are allowed to show up and we won't have our survival threatened because we can meet our own needs largely. Now, of course, there's still a need for social acceptance. We want to be part of community, but as far as survival goes, this is not accurate anymore. We don't necessarily need the tribe to survive. So how do we, how do we get around this? How do we sit with this idea, this feeling, this emotion, this negative charged state in our bodies? and still overcome it enough to get the goals that we want to get. If this is resonating, please leave me a comment or send me a message about this because I think that this is such an interesting topic and it's just so prominent today. There are so many of us who have dreams that are huge inside, but how many of us are procrastinating on them or pushing them down? because we're saying one thing or the other. We're thinking, you know, what time do I have to give this? Or, you know, making all these other excuses. But underneath all of that, could there be a fear of actual survival? Could there be a fear that you would shine too bright and it would make others uncomfortable? I really want you to sit with yourself and think about this 
is that a real fear for you? Because if it is, I mean, let's talk about it. This episode is going to be so great for it. So I can use myself as that example because I have gone through it. It took me years to even allow myself to be fully comfortable to be seen. And there's still times where I have to ground myself and do work around that and remember that I am allowed to be seen. So so how does one actually do this? How does one actually show up in their radiance and do the things that they really want to do that they dream about but might be considered um, too big or might be subject to judgment, right? So we all know at a cognitive level we're going to get judged no matter what the heck we do, right? And so I think a lot of people who would be here giving advice would say, you know what, you're going to be judged if you do the thing or if you don't do the thing, so just you might as well do the thing, right? Okay, that's a great reasoning, and I would even say that's a very logic-based masculine approach to healing this this wound. <laughs> it might work for people to to wake up to that realization. That might be enough to hear, and then you can run with that idea. But it might be a deeper level thing that's actually in the body that needs to be unblocked, right? And so this is what this session was all about with my client. We ended up tapping on some of the points and some of the acupressure points to open up the meridian channels to actually allow her to feel safe in this feeling. So overcoming the feeling requires us to feel safe being in the feeling. So this is what it means to feel the feelings, to lean in deeper to discomfort, but in a safe environment so that the body can self-regulate. So what does that look like? This is where somatic practices are really essential. We can reason all day. We can be in our thinking mind all day and we can rationalize why the fears that we have don't make any sense and we need to overcome them. But if it's stored in the body, if there is an emotional charge in the body, you cannot rationalize yourself out of that without some form of energy manipulation to the body. So that's where the cognitive distance is. You might know everything in the world, logically speaking, but when it comes to actually showing up in that feeling of I'm safe, right? It takes more than an affirmation, okay? So this is where that getting into the body is so important. So we ended up doing a little bit of EFT tapping on specific points. We ended up really leaning into where this charge was in the body for her and being present with it and shining the light of awareness on it. And over time, and with some deep presence, that charge dissipated. So in just one session, there was a significant decrease in the way that she was feeling in her body about not wanting to be too big for people. And by the end of the session, she felt ready to go out into the world as an example As someone who is shining their light brightly, not afraid to take on the world, take on her projects that she knows she's going to be seen in, show up as that example. Now, 
This can be something that goes away in one session permanently. But more often than not, it's important to continue to come back to check in with that feeling or that charge. So multiple sessions to clear any energetic charges of that piece of resistance inside is very important, which is why I typically work with clients at least for one month. I prefer to have them in a container so we can come back and check on the progress because one-off sessions are great for tune-ups and I offer them to clients that are not first-timers. However, if you're never, if you've never been in a session before and you want to go into one, you just want that one-off tune-up, it's going to be great. You're going to feel some sort of way after it, but unless you really have follow-up sessions to integrate that, it's almost like, you know, you go in for the hit of dopamine or excitement and feeling good. And then you're, you become what's called a flying monkey. You're feeling really great from it. You're feeling this high from it, but you're not realizing that you do need to integrate and you do need to come back to it, right? Because the subconscious mind will pull you back to that state that your, your baseline is. So as long as we have a subconscious mind, which for all intents and purposes, doesn't seem like we're evolving out of it anytime soon. <laughs> uh, we're going to need to make sure that we continue to do the work to integrate so we can bring ourselves to a higher baseline, a permanent higher baseline. So when I'm talking about this, think of the subconscious mind as like the air conditioning unit and it's keeping you at an even 75, right? So when you feel feelings of anger or negativity or depression, etc., you might dip down into the low 70s. And then eventually that baseline is going to kick in, right? That subconscious mind is going to kick in and restabilize you and bring you back up to that 75 point. Same thing happens when something great happens, when something amazing occurs, you have a breakthrough. And then eventually the subconscious mind is going to kick in let me come back to that neutral state, that set point of 75. So if we're trying to raise your baseline on a permanent level, which I would wager to say, if you're listening to this podcast, you are, and most people are, because we have a negative bias as humans. If we are a product of earth right now, which we all are, there's a lot of stuff that we need to clear out of our way to get to our goals, right? This is like a mountain that we're climbing metaphorically of um, getting to the place where we are in happiness and in harmony. And that requires us to bring ourselves up to a pretty high baseline between family and society and the traumas and the, the things that we walk through in our lives. Oftentimes, we get hit with something, whether it be emotional, weight, a physical impediment, um, something that is working to bring us a little bit further down. Maybe it's just listening to the news, you know, um, because that is enough to create such a state of fear in the body that we become completely disconnected from the state of natural harmony within us that we are so deserving of. That is our divine right to be in that state of harmony. So the majority of people do need to or would 
absolutely benefit from raising their baseline. So that's kind of what we're all about here. That's when we're rewiring the subconscious mind, when we're getting into somatic practices to move through the issues that are sitting in the tissues. That's, that's the goal, right? To raise ourselves up to a higher baseline. So we are more in flow. So we're more in harmony with the world around us. So if you are someone who knows that they have radiance and brilliance inside, which by the way, we all do, we wouldn't be seeking self-help or um, podcasts or tools or resources to feel better, to become a self-expert or a master of self if we didn't know that that was our birthright. To some level, it might be unconscious, but if we didn't know that we had more inside of us, we wouldn't be seeking this in the first place, right? So let's just call it on becoming whole. We are whole as we are, but coming to that full circle, recognition, remembrance, belief, embodied belief inside of ourselves that we are whole, that we deserve to create the biggest life possible for ourselves. The whole game of life. And I love the book by Florence Scovelshin, The Game of Life and How to Play It. She says it. She says, the kingdom state is the realm of right thinking, right? So heaven and hell are concepts. They are states of consciousness. So when we can get into the kingdom consciousness or Christ consciousness, as they're kind of calling it, that state is the realm of right thinking. So listen carefully because this is kind of really, really, really important. And I don't know if I've ever said it in a podcast before. When you are separated from the state of love, right? So God is love. Love is the realm of right thinking, right? You're in a state of unconditional love when you're in the realm of right thinking, which is the kingdom. When you are in the kingdom, you are in unity. You are one with the source. That's the only reality. So love is the only true reality. Everything else is illusion. Everything else is a distortion, so when we are separated from that state of love, we know it, baby. We know that. We know it because we can feel it in every bone in our body that we're separated, that we're caught in negativity, that we're in our spirals again, that we're looping, that something doesn't feel right, that we're in fear, right? Every single time you're in fear, you're in separation consciousness. When you're in separation consciousness, you are not in the kingdom, right? So there's a cognitive dissidence between you and the state of Christ consciousness, between you and this higher reality, the higher self. You will not be able to access that higher self when you're in the state of fear. However, you can't just reason yourself into getting into a state of love or into the kingdom. Sometimes you can, if it's, if it's something that's not buried deep inside on a somatic level, if you don't have it in the ish, in the tissues, you might be able to snap yourself out of it and awaken. Now going deeper and underneath the iceberg, how do we move through the muck of separation? That is through the somatic stuff. So this is why I am offering EFT tapping. This is why I've gotten into 
you know, showing people how to actually move and clear energy channels through studying, getting certified in pranic healing, in EFT, emotional freedom technique, right? Getting more into somatic practices. This is so, so, so important to be in the body. So much of us are disconnected from our body. When we're not present with our experience, that's why you can't feel energy. The only people who can't feel energy are people who are not present in their body. When you're present and when you're grounded in your body, you will be able to feel energy. And it takes clearing out the channels and aligning yourself and fully letting yourself feel any discomfort. So don't trust in the people who are trying to escape their reality through ascending. And I get this question a lot. Are you new age, Jen? Like, is that your jam? Like, are you new age? First off, I don't identify. (laughs) I don't like to be put in boxes. But in my experience, I have recognized that a lot of new age people are really focused on ascending, right? This talk about leaving this dense human body, this dense human experience. Okay. I am here to tell you that ascension is not about leaving the body. It is not about being a space cadet and being in these higher chakras. It's not about opening the third eye and opening the crown. There's an element of escapism when you're only in these higher chakras, right? The third eye, the crown, getting into these Places where people are super open intuitively, but they're not feeling into their body, which is why the base chakra, the second chakra, the third chakra, right? These are so important to be grounded in because these are our places where we get to be human. We, we need to be human. We need to meet our needs for survival in that base chakra right? We need to express our creative energy in our second chakra. We need to be in that solar plexus so we can create a deep foundation that is going to be the bridge to get to the higher realms. But if we're not embodied, if we're not physically honoring our temple, which is our body, we will not be an aligned, balanced human being. I am here to be fully present to this experience of life as we should all be. And I don't use should often (laughs) because what you should be is, is very, very unique to the person. Even the people that are ungrounded, that's possibly their lesson. But I'm telling you because you're listening to me now, the shortcut to being a whole and complete human being is to be balanced in all of these chakras and not try to escape the reality of being human. Not try to escape the body by numbing out, by coping, by being spiritually addicted to something or someone. It's all a trap. That's all a trap. We're not here to go away. We're here to go inside. We're here to get into the center of our experience, which is inside of our physical vessel right? So the key is always hiding within us. The key is taking that deep breath in. Mm, Which reminds me when I'm on my tangents to just be 
in the body. Now, now I have my hand over my heart. The idea of meditation is not to clear the mind, though that's a great benefit if you're a seasoned meditator. Most of us probably aren't seasoned meditators. If you're not a seasoned meditator, the benefit of meditation and the goal (laughs) is to increase your relationship to discomfort. That means you're going to feel all the stuff in the body that you didn't want to feel that you can escape from when you're distracted and you're in the energy of rushing and you're trying to get things done. All escape mechanisms. So leaning in will allow you to become the fully embodied human that it is your birthright to be. So continue to lean in. And remember, ascension is not leaving the body behind. Ascension is raising ourselves to higher frequency levels through the portal of the body, the body, mind, and spirit complex. All three of them are incredibly important. So let's deepen into our awareness of the body. Let's bridge that connection between the body, mind, and spirit through deep self-love, through deep tools, through energy practices, through allowing ourselves to show up in whatever way we need to show up. By the way, you cannot reason yourself into a higher frequency. You cannot solve the quote-unquote problem with the same level of consciousness that you got yourself into the problem with. This is why it is so important to invest in yourself wisely. Get the program, get the mentor, go to the healing session, get the therapy, get the tools. The tools are your best friend if you are in the game of raising your consciousness, of raising your awareness, and actually becoming fully present in this experience of being alive and being human. So getting the right tools to raise yourself to the higher baseline permanently will actually let you let go of the idea that you might be too big for your britches. This fear gets to completely dissipate and not even be on your radar anymore as you elevate to a higher frequency. And this is the beauty of doing the work. When we do the work for our whole core, so many fears just drop. They just, it's like cutting sandbags off a hot air balloon. They just kind of do it. They loosen their grip on their own. You don't even necessarily have to go deep into that thought anymore. It just kind of goes away, right? So if you're healing one thing, it's going to heal so many other things for you as well because it's a full recalibration of the whole human. So if this episode inspired you, if it lit you up, and if you resonated with it, please leave me a comment, share it with a friend who needs to hear it, let me know your feedback. I am so happy to be jamming out with you. Thank you for listening. I love you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.